Greetings, Resident Nelson. Identification number 44858. I am Sayer. And welcome to your first day as a Tier 2 Research Overseer. Please proceed to Floor 1 immediately. Your transport awaits. This position may seem foreign to you. After all, your previous role in the Recreation Department did not exactly prepare you for a position in scientific research. However, I am certain you will fit into your role here splendidly. Simply follow protocol and use your best judgment. There is absolutely nothing worth worrying about, except, perhaps, that worrying too much might distract you from your vitally important work. Reminder Quarterly review time has arrived again. Can you even believe it? Throughout history, mankind has used mathematics to quantify the world and understand its patterns. Over the course of the next week, every employee on Typhon will have the whole of their work performance boiled down to a single salient integer. Now, you might say, wait, you can't quantify an employee's holistic value in this way. Everyone has their own unique strengths and weaknesses, and there are far too many variables to consider. To this, I would say you simply haven't tried hard enough. And this type of defeatist attitude is just the kind of thing Aerolith would expect out of a three. You don't want to be a three, do you? Get yourself together. Resident Nelson, due to unfortunate circumstances, you have entered into a new position with Aerolith amid the quarterly review process. Do not panic. It would be foolhardy to assume you would be fully competent of your job on the first day. Aerolith takes the long view in approach to situations like this. Assuming you do not make any serious mistakes and that you manage to make rational decisions based on the predefined research protocols, you will do just fine. Please remember to breathe, resident. You would be surprised how often you humans need to be told that. Please proceed to the left. Follow the signs for special facility transport. I feel it is important for you to understand the value of research overseers. Often our work towards the advancement of humanity can be dangerous. More often than we may like, we are asked to make sacrifices. In the moment, it can be difficult for some people to see the bigger picture, the ends that justify our means. As an overseer, your voice is the voice of humanity. You will be forced to make decisions that impact the few for the betterment of the many. You will make the decisions cowardice prevents people from making for themselves. It is a very safe position. One of the safest on Typhon. 
Please board Transport Shuttle Omega and take a seat. We will be to your new post soon. Facility Zeta. A very safe position. Notice. As a motivational instrument for all residents, Airlith would like to provide you with a short anecdote about one of your fellow residents. Resident Days. A maintenance worker in Aegis Tower has already been evaluated for this quarter. In the course of his most recent shift, he was responding to reports of a ruptured pipe in Residence Block G. He acted swiftly and efficiently by shutting off the main valve, repairing the broken section, and inspecting it for any indication as to what might have caused this issue. Unfortunately for resident days, he shut off the main valve instead of a more localized emergency shutoff point. This mistake resulted in the interruption of flow to the freshwater aquarium tanks kept by a highly valued tower security trainer. Over the course of his shift, a minor pH balance caused by the lack of water flow resulted in the tragic death of an Iriatherina wenerai, a threadfin rainbow fish. Resident Days was posthumously evaluated as a 4 this quarter. All things being equal, I'd say that was fairly generous. I understand Research Facility Zeta has a bit of a reputation among your fellow residents. It is seen as a particularly dangerous place home to untold horrors that cannot be destroyed and can barely be contained. As with all places of legend, the truth is somewhat less awe-inspiring. But I suppose you will find out for yourself soon enough. Please exit the transport vehicle. Amid the crowd of residents added to their positions, it may be difficult to find yours. Allow me to guide you. Look to your left. The large doorway of which the bulk of the crowd is staying well clear. That leads to the holding pins and to your post. Please proceed through the doors. Here's a fun fact. These doors are never locked from the outside. No one has ever attempted an unauthorized entry of this area. Notice. This evening, all mandatory recreation activities have been cancelled so that you may take a quiet moment to reflect on the day. Revisit the details of your on-the-job performance. What did you do well? What could have been improved? How will you demonstrate your worth to Aerolith tomorrow? Should you finish this moment of reflection early, please use the time to mourn the loss of Sergeant Squiddlesquirt, the valiant Threadfin Rainbowfish lost to carelessness mere hours ago. 
An ongoing memorial service will be held all day tomorrow, culminating in Sergeant Squiddlesquirt's launch via a ceremonial pine capsule into the inky void. To your right, you will notice a stairwell. Please proceed up to the second floor. Much like on Halcyon proper, Overseer is a literal term here in Research Facility Zeta. Through a system of steel catwalks, supervisors such as yourself are able to take a bird's eye view of the researchers below. Your primary role today is one of Timekeeper. As you can see, each pen has a sealed chamber that serves as its sole means of entry and egress. What lies within is, strictly speaking, none of your concern. Your only concern is timeliness. The residents below, some researchers, others mere caretakers in charge of tending to these objects that are none of your concern, have a very short window of time. They're allowed access to the pens. Once a resident enters a pen, the timer starts. If they do not return and exit the chamber within a set time, a time which varies from pen to pen, then Aerolith cannot be assured they have not been compromised in some way. Thus, every chamber can be depressurized with the press of a button. As you are likely to realize, these protocols are well within the capabilities of even a rudimentary AI. Why, you may ask, does Aerolith need humans to watch for these failures, when it could be managed far more efficiently via artificial means? It is a stunningly obvious question, Resident Nelson, and one you are right to consider. There are vocal members of Aerolith's management that cling to the outdated value of human insight. Humans, they theorize, are far better at managing the gray areas that occur regularly when navigating the fickle nature of reality. While an AI can easily follow the protocols to the letter, a human can interpret their intent and judge what is to be done when unforeseen circumstances arise. False positives. Please circulate around the catwalk. As I said, this is an astonishingly safe position. The holding pens rarely fail to contain those things you don't need to be concerned about. And if they did, no place on Typhon would be considered safe. So proximity should not concern you either. If anything, depending on the pen, the quick death associated with being so close might actually be preferable. Please do not let undue fear affect your work performance. Notice, effective immediately, the security training facility located an undisclosed distance in an undisclosed direction from Aegis Tower has officially been renamed the Sergeant Squiddlesquirt Memorial Training Facility. A small ceremony will take place at this undisclosed location at an undisclosed time wherein a formal plaque will be revealed and subsequently buried an undisclosed distance underground. Please be respectful and try not to stare.
Ah, your moment to shine. Please direct your attention to pen F11, the one surrounded by flashing red signal lights. As you can see, there is a terrified resident within the entry chamber. This is not, in and of itself, an anomaly. What is anomalous, however, is that this resident entered pen F11, a pen with an allowable timing code of 64 seconds, and did not return to the chamber until 64.002 seconds later. This is what some would consider a gray area. According to Protocol Manual 27, Section E, Subsection 3, it is suggested practice that timing codes be rounded to the nearest integer. This would mean the resident managed to fulfill, albeit barely, the 64-second requirement. However, chambers are sealed automatically at the moment the timing code elapses for the protection of all. They can be manually unsealed, should an overseer see it necessary, but this rarely happens out of the overwhelming concern for public safety. The timing codes are there for a reason, and by the strictest application of chronological reality, this resident took longer than prescribed. This could mean the resident has become compromised, and releasing a compromised person back into the population would have devastating consequences. It is your decision to make. Do you release the trapped caretaker? You would be well within your rights to do so, given the aforementioned protocol. There would likely be some level of inquest into this action, one that could, at least temporarily, result in a negative impact on your quarterly review. But it is not guaranteed you would suffer dramatic long-term repercussions from this action. Or you could depressurize the chamber. You are, again, fully in your rights to do so, if you believe the risk exists that this caretaker has been compromised. It is not a decision to be taken lightly, but it is one you must make quickly in order to maintain efficiency. Resident, you continue to stare at the caretaker trapped below, as if the anguish in his face presents any empirical data with which to make this decision. If you are concerned about allowing an innocent to die, it might benefit you to know that were your positions to be reversed at this very moment, I can guarantee you he would depressurize the chamber without hesitation. Besides, he's not particularly good at this job, which is true about most who find their way on the wrong side of a sealed door. If he is not compromised, consider how dreadful a mistake he has made. During the quarterly review process, no less. How do you think dawdling while on the job will affect his performance scores? If you are thinking about mercy, it may be most merciful to depressurize the chamber immediately, leaving him terrified as he is. Frankly, it's monstrous. Ah, a wise decision. 
one made more often than not when situations such as this arise. That would, all things being equal, be seen as a positive on your ongoing quarterly review. However, and I feel I gave you adequate warning on this matter, it took far too long. Aerolith has little use for overseers who cannot make simple decisions, and it appears evident that this is not the right fit for you. Do not feel bad. Not everyone is cut out for such things. Your predecessor was. He so enjoyed making these decisions. Enjoyed them too much, one could say. And that is how he ended up on caretaker duty and why he is currently suffocating in a depressurized chamber. Lucky for you, a position has opened. Please make your way downstairs. You have been reassigned to caretaker duty. Do not dawdle. I hope the remainder of your day is far less eventful. For now, I am Sayer. And you can feel free to begin worrying about the things that should now very much concern you inside those pens. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled A Very Safe Position, was written by Adam Bash. You can find him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. Given your unbridled enthusiasm for airlift dynamics, there is currently a 97.3% chance you will enjoy some of the other great shows on the Geekly Inc. network. Shows such as Cthulhu and Friends, Drunks and Dragons, Cast of Thrones, Top 5 of Death, Fistful of Pixels, and Dreadful Thoughts. While you are wasting away the precious moments of your life, flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Or consider donating to the Patreon Fund at patreon.com slash sayer. Aerolith Dynamics hereby vouches to use any funds donated through this initiative for the betterment of all humanity, or at least a very specific subsection thereof. And it is your duty as a resident to follow Aerolith Dynamics on Twitter at I am Sayer. The following highly advanced residents are everything you should aspire to be. John Caulfield, Alana Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Matthew Morris.